grew up in a pretty religious family. Every week, I get dragged out of bed first thing in the morning and forced to go listen to men in robes drone on and on. I was in the choir, and I went to youth group. I hated it at the time, but as I look back, I really miss it. Gosh, it feels like ages since I've last spilt the virgin blood on the altar of shadows whispers and drank deep from the cup of endless despair. Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which show soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. I'm getting so sick of saying that. You don't have to say it every week. You yes, ins- I do. That's our script. <laughs> my name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my warrior, Cameron. How are you doing? I am battling the forces of evil while getting high on Molly. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That's an impressive combo. Yeah, I do this when you're asleep at night. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> Sneak out. That's why I wake up in the morning and you're covered in bruises and blood. That makes yep. sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Checking in. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> this uh, show that we just watched, yeah. Warrior Nun, how did that strike you? Initial impressions. you feel psyched? No, I don't uh, feel psyched. Not psyched. Mm-hmm. Not psyched. Okay. Sounds great. This is all... Feels real natural and flowy today. Doesn't it? It feels really choppy. I'm just, like, bored with it, I think. You know, I I was hoping I would really find a show for me. I was thinking about that, too. I was like, like, again. So you interrupted me not to have any thoughts. No thoughts. Nice. (laughs) Okay, I just wanted to hear my own voice. No, no, you continue. No, continue. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to continue. (laughs) Now, when we started this podcast, I'm just reiterating, Mm -hmm. like, the idea is not to find bad shows. No, it's not. It is actually to find good shows. Yes, it is. There just happens to be a lot of bad shows. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what were you going to say? Yeah, there just happens to be a lot of bad shows, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I was really, I'm really looking for something that speaks to me. Right. And there's so few and far between. Yeah, And this is yet another garbage show kind of disappointing yeah kind of disappointing very predictable i mean i I made my expectations something that i would like to watch yeah but it's of course not what this ended up being right and of course the digs on quadriplegics that was not out of left field yeah like what the hell man (laughs) it's just weird yeah hey everyone i hear there's some warrior nuns here you don't like warrior nuns. I like sexy Halloween nuns. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, you would. Would you be in for Halloween this year? A sexy warrior nun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show synopsis. After waking up in a morgue, an orphan teen... We should probably talk about that. We need to preface that she's not orphaned, but she does live in an orphanage. What is the deal with all these kids being orphans, but their dads are alive, just not in the picture? Well, I wanted to point out that she's 19, and I have no idea why she's in an orphanage. This is a good point. They make a specific point. I'm like, especially uh, since the nuns hate her so much. Clearly for sex. Yeah, she's 19, so that so she they can, can have, have sex. sex now that she's no longer yeah. quadriplegic. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Because, you know, if you're quadriplegic, nobody wants you. Nobody wants to be your friend. Yeah, exactly. According to this show. Even though she has a friend. Even though she has a friend when she was a quadriplegic. Can I finish? No. No, you can't. I hate this show. An orphan teen discovers she now possesses superpowers as the chosen halo bearer. She's not chosen. For Yeah, that's true, actually. Okay, we'll get into that, too. <laughs> for a secret sect of demon-hunting nuns. I didn't know that's what they did. They didn't explain that. No, not adequately. I didn't even know what they were. I thought they were actually picking up divinium yeah. and secret drug deals. You know, because they're like, this divinium was supposed to be on the docks. <laughs> you know, but a bunch of mercenaries showed up. And I was like, wait, what? Divinium. Divinium, That's guys. as bad as unobtainium. As bad as, if not worse. worse. I get it. I get what they're doing. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it. Agreed. Episode synopsis. Mm-hmm. Song 46.5. Confused but excited by her newfound abilities, Ava soon realizes she's in over her head. No? But, but her need for a helping hand may be a blessing in disguise. What? That, that is not the episode synopsis I got. No, not at all. Like, is that what happens in this show? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think people just make stuff up because they're like, we got to put something here. <laughs> Should we talk about how the priest might be evil? Nah. And I think it's worth worth pointing out that every episode is apparently named after a passage in the Bible. Okay. Psalm 46.5, I looked it up. Because mm-hmm. they don't tell you, which I think is kind of like, yeah. why make me do the legwork? Well, work? because they want you reading the Bible, honey. Oh, obviously, this is a very religious This is show. very <laughs> religious. Very on point religious. <laughs> Psalm 46.5, though, for those who are interested, says, God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. And what is that in context, too? Did you get the context surrounding that? No, I just got that one song. I didn't read the whole thing. I'm not going to do that. Oh, my God. You're not reading the whole Bible for this show? What the hell? Is this, really, this show is just a, <laughs> is a backdoor into, like, a Bible study. So, so last week, the reviewers were like, they're trying to brainwash into communism. And this, the reviewers are going to be like, they're trying to brainwash us into being religious. Yeah. This show <laughs> is starring Alba Baptista as Ava. Uh, she's in a bunch of upcoming stuff. One is Fatima, which is about the miracle of, of Fatima. Which I'm I always like, thought the name was Fatima. It might be. Okay. Regardless, it seems like Alba Batista is in a very niche kind of Christian yeah. <laughs> market right now. Right. And Dulcinea, which is mm-hmm. also coming up. We have Toya Turner, who plays Shotgun Mary. Shotgun Mary? <laughs> Seriously? I didn't know... She had the epithet shotgun. I didn't either. She's a battle nun. She's Sister in, Mary. In fact, I had to look it up to find out what her name was because I wanted to yeah, Mary. Make, a, make a note of it. And then I looked at this and it said Shotgun Mary. I'm like, really? I actually knew the names of the characters in this one. So at least they managed to get past step one, well, naming right. the characters. You know what? You're right. I didn't know Mary and I didn't know Ava for really? some reason. Really? See, I knew both Ava and Mary. But I knew Beatrice and Lilith. Yeah, they talk about those two a lot. And Shannon, who's the person who died. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So th- uh, speaking of which, we have Christina Tonteri Young as Sister Beatrice. She was in A Gift from Bob and The Swan, also both upcoming. Oh, Wow, so these are like newbie actresses. Very new. 
Like, Very new. Like newbie, newbie. Newbie, newbie. Oh, and I should say Toya Turner, who plays Shotgun Barry. Uh-huh. Can't say it without that Can't kind of Can't say emphasis. it without the shotgun. She's been in Empire and Ball Busters. Okay. We have Lorena Andrea. She mm-hmm. plays Sister Lilith. Mm-hmm. She was in Papillon and No Man's Land. Okay. And then we have Tristan. Oh, God, I'm going to butcher this last name. Uloa? Okay. Although I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that might have a, like a, like a Spanish pronunciation right. to it, so I don't know if I'm saying that right. He plays Father Vincent. He was in the recent Terminator Dark Fate, which was hilariously terrible, <laughs> and Cocaine Coast. Wow, that's a title. This was released February 3rd, 2017, so only five months ago. Oh, that's when the quarantine started. No wonder we didn't watch it. I bet a lot of people did watch it, though, when it first yeah, came out. Yeah, probably. Uh, the number one song was Rockstar by DaBaby featuring <laughs> Roddy Rich. And, okay, I wanted to make a point about DaBaby. Okay. That is going to be totally a name you're going to be embarrassed by in, yep. in, like, three years. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. It, it reminded me of the Beach Boys. Or Bo- really, like, three weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It reminded me of the Beach Boys as they got older. They're like, yeah. yo, our name is really lame. We're the Beach Men. <laughs> yeah, we can't be the Beach Men. I think some of the group wanted to just call themselves the Beach. Ooh. <laughs> you know? Okay. Uh, and then they were like overridden. They're like, no, it's a brand. We have to ah. be the Beach Boys. But now they're like in their 40s and it's like. Uh. Now they're like in their 80s. Well, now they're. Yeah. <laughs> now they're in their 70s. They're in their 70s. Okay. Not quite in their 80s. Okay. And the number one movie was coronavirus <laughs> because everything was shut down. So we don't have any number one movies for you. Okay, so predict for me. Predict. Well, I didn't have predictions. I had expectations. Expectations. That's okay. fine. The same kind of thing. She'll be half demon and trained by super religious nuns to kill nice. demons that the priests have excised. I want obscure Catholic references and practices. Ooh. I know there's crazy ancient ones that aren't performed anymore because they're insane, and I want to see those. Nice, yeah. I want good priests. I'm sick of the evil priest trope. Yes. I'm sick of it. Yeah. And the demons will keep trying to tempt her, and one will succeed because she'll pull a supernatural and will have to bargain her life for someone else. Okay, okay. I kind of, I, I want to, with your thing, I want to say you're right about the with about the priests mm-hmm. thing. It's become such a, a trope yeah. at this point that it would almost be more interesting to make them legitimately good. Yeah, and I know there are good priests out there. Yeah. You know, how insulting is it to an entire religion to be like, no, all your priests are child molesters and they're all evil. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I'm just saying most of them are not that. Exactly. exactly. If most of them were that, that religion would be dead. Yeah, exactly. It's terrible and it's tragic when that stuff happens. Oh, for sure. But fortunately, it's an outlier rather than a norm. Exactly. So it would be kind of nice to see mm-hmm. that we oh don't always pencil these people in as evil yeah. and already and I wanted to see good nuns too who are strictly religious like I want hardcore religion well and I think when that, battling demons I'm kind of I I think that's almost more rebellious at this point yeah to be like no we're gonna do it like straight up yeah like, and I want the nuns to be caring like they should be instead of these evil school nuns right. that they constantly portray in movies and stuff exactly and we didn't get any of that in this no because we don't know who Father Vincent is yet but both of you and I it has not been revealed but both of you and I are like oh he's evil he's <laughs> totally evil he's gonna reveal himself yeah. as a demon and then like and there's enough hints I mm-hmm. feel like they they're trying to push him like the his final scene in the movie is him mm-hmm. talking to a bartender 
and it sounds like he's saying like demons are right. are real and he's concerned about it, but it could easily be read as demons are real and I'm in on it. Exactly. So, exactly. Like I think what we're going to see happen is he's going to finally drink his alcohol and that's how we're going to know he's possessed mm-hmm. or a demon himself. I think he's a demon already. Yeah. I think he's a demon already. I mean they did have the one monk guy who hid while someone was brutally murdered. Oh my god. Give I know. I was like he comes in as a He was sort of good. He was like I was in here hiding when I saw this <laughs> nun being beaten to death and the halo transferred to this dead body. I and was, then I watched this dead body, who was clearly disoriented, fight the demon <laughs> who beat this nun to death, and then walk out. <laughs> I didn't bother helping her or, you know, following her at all. I just hid in my cabinet here. I hid in my cabinet eating some bugles off my fingers. <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell, man? So, my predictions. I think Warrior Nun will be a tween horror fantasy that will involve a religious order that kicks demon butt while also balancing being a normal 21st century teenager. <laughs> it will be like Buffy with a bigger budget and less humor. I don't know. I did. Okay, I, How did I do it? I don't think that's right. I'm not sure, but I do want to talk about the squatters at some point. That was very confusing to me. Well, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. We're going to actually get into the show. Okay. Before that, though, uh-huh. would you like some badass nun facts? <laughs> nun facts! <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, I do, please. Okay, I got three... Badass nuns for you. Sweet. I am going to ruin these names because I don't know how to say them. Okay, our first nun mm-hmm. was a 13th century French nun named, I'm going to go Ode de Poiget, okay. who lived in Troy, France. Mm-hmm. In 1264, Pope Clement IV ordered that buildings near her church, like own church property. Mm-hmm. He wanted them to be torn down to build an entirely new church under him. So it'll be okay. under the Holy See. So instead of her as headmistress being in control of his properties, right. he's like, I'm taking your property. We want to tear him down. Mm-hmm. We're going to build a new church that I'm going to be in charge of. Okay. This did not sit well with her. Clearly. And it, w- it would diminish her power. So yeah. in 1266, just as the building was getting underway, <laughs> she gathered a literal army of people to storm their efforts. <laughs> There was arson involved. <laughs> they vandalized everything. They stole tools and just like did everything they could to get in the way. Oh my god! And then like so like they were, the Pope would like be like oh fine, and then like he'd wait a couple years thinking like okay I think now's the time is right. And he'd do it again. And then she <laughs> she did it again. This is went on for years, and every time she would just keep hiring like mercenaries That's to protect crazy. this thing. Literally consecrating the land, they, like, threw a priest out of town, like, just what? violently threw this guy out of town. And, yeah, great, great. Crazy. So, so, finally, 1269 comes around. So, after, like, five years, the Pope had just had enough, and mm-hmm. he excommunicated her for 14 years. Which is weird to me that you can, have, number. you can have a number of excommunications. So you like, can come back after your 14 years in exile. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're religiously exiled. for so No praying to God, woman. Don't die in those 14 <laughs> years either because you ain't going to heaven. Yeah, according to this. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but eventually the church, as it was known, the Church of St. Urbain was completed. Okay. But only after she died. <laughs> he, w- he wouldn't face her. Directly, he, he waited until she had quietly died, and then I was like, "Okay, good, she's gone. Let's go do it." Oh my god! 
And then eventually her excommunication was lifted. Okay. So I guess. Oh, really? Eventually. Eventually. Okay. Like okay. after the after the fact. Oh, that's that's real nice. Do you want to hear about some American nuns? Ooh, okay, yes. Do you want to know some American nuns that are on the terrorist watch list? Yes, I would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is recent. Hmm. In 2002. So recent. <laughs> 2002, 20 years ago. Three nuns, mm-hmm. sisters Carol Gilbert, Ardith Platt, and Jackie Hudson, had uh, had it up to their quaffs and wimples with the Afghanistan war. Okay. Quaffs and wimples are nunnery yeah, outfit thing. Right, right. I looked it up so I could be funny. Nice. <laughs> I just call them habits. <laughs> yeah, because I said that too. Uh, <laughs> I could have made it easier for myself. And I had to explain the joke. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, they were determined to do more than pray the war away. Okay. So, in the dead of night. Oh, God. They snuck out of their convent, got a set of bolt cutters and a couple of hammers. Oh. <laughs> and under the veil of darkness. Oh, God. They arrived at a military oh, base no. in Colorado. <gasps> And snuck in. Oh, my God. And at this point, you might be like, how did people just sneak on right. to a military base? Yeah. A nuclear oh military God. base. Oh, <laughs> God. Well, they had those bullet cutters, and apparently nobody guards the base. <laughs> it was just like a chain link fence with a padlock. <laughs> Nobody's getting past this fence. So, <laughs> with just like a little snapperoo, uh, they were on their way. Nice, okay. From there, they made their way to the nuclear silo <laughs> that houses a Minuteman three missile. Wow. Which I am to understand is, I think, 30 times more powerful than the one that destroyed Hiroshima. So these three Whoa. nuns were like... <laughs> oh, my God. ...in charge of the nu- nuclear ar- ar- arsenal. And then they just took their hammers... Why out. do we still have these things? <laughs> they took their hammers, and they just started pounding away on a nuclear... Oh, my God. You know it could have blown up right then and there. And get this, they started painting crosses... Oh, no. ...on the concrete. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. In blood. Say, in say, blood. Saying nuns were here. <laughs> they slid their own rest. Nuns were here. Yep, it was their own blood. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then I guess they were loud enough that eventually someone on the base was like, hey, we should go check that out. Hey, these nuns are bleeding all <laughs> over our concrete. I mean, how <laughs> crazy is that? So, so someone was finally alerted, and they were arrested and sentenced to nine years in jail. They are currently free. Yeah, they're nuns. But this has led them to be registered on the terrorist watch list. <laughs> what? That is so weird. <laughs> what a dumb thing to do. Like, okay, what was the purpose of this exactly? To stop the Afghanistan What was the war? end game here? I don't know. Like, how was drawing crosses with their own blood on concrete walls uh-huh. going to stop... And hammering nuclear a weapons. ...a war in Afghanistan while they're in Colorado? Colorado. I don't know. I don't understand. Okay. And I never really got... Like, I looked at a couple different, like, articles, but I don't really know what their end game was. <laughs> okay. This is what they did, though. So, there you go. I'm not sure how that gets them their goal. <laughs> I don't know either. I'll be thinking about that one for weeks. Our final nun, uh, w- appropriately enough, was born in Spain. It's Catalina de Aruso. She was born in the late 16th century. Mm-hmm. And like most women at the time, her career options were pretty limited. I bet. None or wife. Yeah, pretty much none or wife. That's exactly. I'd go none. Yeah. So for the first 15 years of her life, she lived pretty uneventfully Mm -hmm. at a Dominican convent in San Sebastian. Okay. But as she got older, it became clear that she wasn't really 
nun material. Yeah, I agree with that. I want to be a good nun. And <laughs> because of that, she was, like, beaten by the older nuns. Oh, my God. You know, so one day she's like, that's it. I've had enough. When I'm all, taking these switches and I'm beating all y'all. And then, yeah, yeah. And so, like, one day when all the rest of the church was at Vespers or whatever, uh-huh. she grabbed the key for the convent and she broke out. So, they're literally kept prisoners there in convents? I I guess so. Oh, well, I mean, like, I think maybe because she was young and she refused to take the rights as a full-fledged nun. Okay. So, I guess, like, if you're in that kind of, you're still, like, a, under their so stewardship. So, she was, like, sound of music nun? Yeah, yeah. She was like Maria. She was a flippity gibbet. Oh, okay. Who broke out, laid low, stole some men's clothes, and cut her hair. Nice. Really short. So this led her (laughs) on an adventure. I bet. Where she became a fugitive adventurer Mm -hmm. in which she wrote her own autobiography, which was eventually found, in which, in her own words, she hustled, killed, maimed, and wreaked havoc in order to survive. Nice. She's not as... That, so far, it sounds good. It gets worse, though. Oh, no. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not oh, all, no. all warrior nuns. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, eventually, her thirst for adventure led her to the Peruvian army. Okay, cool. Which she was extremely successful at. Nice. She won numerous battles. She broke the hearts of many, many women, usually yeah. stealing their dowry before consummation of any kind of marriage. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and eventually she became a captain mm. in the military, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Although she did have issues getting promoted further due to her cruelty toward the indigenous people. What? But they were all cruel toward indigenous people. Yeah, I, and I <laughs> which for conquistadors is like, damn. Wow, how bad was she? <laughs> how bad was she? <laughs> like, Seriously. I don't have any records, but apparently it was enough that she could not be promoted any further. Oh, my God. That's That's insane. That's where, like, I'm like, okay, she wasn't all, like, good. Wow. So, uh, eventually her wild lifestyle, including a few more murders, including her own brother. Nice. Caught up with her, Mm -hmm. and she was sentenced to death. Of course. So, at which point, she was like... Don't kill me. Please don't kill me. I'm a woman. <laughs> They're like, okay, well, just go get married and have babies and you're free to and, go. And basically, that's what they were saying no to her. Way. Like, you need to, okay. The, so the the priest that she was trying to appeal to for mercy was like, I'm a woman. And so he brought in some nuns to verify her virginity. Oh, God. Uh, which they did. And he was like, okay, you're just a. You're just a sweet little flower. Oh, my God. You know, if you had a man to control you, life would be good again. <laughs> so, and they actually said that she could go back into the church. Church. So, she went back to Spain. She petitioned for payment for her services uh, as a, a warrior. Uh, because, she, uh, and she wrote a whole thing. The balls on this woman. <laughs> I know, right? The balls. So, she tried to get. I got out of my death sentence. Now, you owe me money. You owe me money because I'm an awesome soldier. Because I'm an awesome soldier. You owe me money. And this, and we actually have this document that she wrote to, I think it was the King and Queen of Spain. She also had an audience with the Pope at the time. <laughs> and she was allowed back in the nunnery, but she didn't stay for very long because it still wasn't really what she wanted to do. And she, she just wanted to keep murdering. Yeah, and she was eventually yeah. granted a special dispensation from the Pope that she was allowed to wear men's clothing. So she could continue wearing men's clothing. And to continue murdering. 
No, it, it seems like she she emigrated back to Mexico mm-hmm. and became something kind of prosaic. It was like a cattle farmer or something, and that's where she died. And then, like, years and years, she was basically forgotten. And then years and years later, someone was on her property and found her autobiography. And it was verified. Like, oh, yeah, this is all real. This all happened. So that's how we even know of her. This today. is nuts. Yeah, she had a crazy life. That is nuts. And from what I understand, there's a lot of, like, comics and movies based on her life. I've never heard. This is the first I've ever heard of her. Yeah. I think that's totally open for, like, a cool TV show. hmm Unlike Warrior Nun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. We've got to talk about this, don't we? Yeah, kind of. I could kind of go with more nun facts. <laughs> Who knew? Nuns were so damn interesting. They have very eventful lives, don't yes. they? Yes. <laughs> yes, they do, apparently. So, it's pretty cool. I mean, they, cool. I mean, we know real life nuns can be really cool, or if not cool, mm. interesting. Sister Act, they were dope. <laughs> they were dope. <laughs> Sister Act is still one of my favorite movies. <laughs> but like, we see real life nuns having these like amazingly cool lives, and then they're mm-hmm. like, "That's not interesting enough. Let's do yeah. warrior nuns. Let's let's make them just evil and mean and yeah. rude." I think where I'm most disappointed with warrior nun. Mm-hmm. Is I actually was sort of engaged at the beginning. Yes, the the beginning was actually quite interesting. I mean, they just throw you into the action. Yeah. And I remember at one point being like, oh, I bet that's a halo. And that's why they have these yes, like, powers. Because we didn't know the synopsis. Because yeah. DB wasn't here to tell us. Exactly. So, And yeah. so that was really interesting to be like, oh, they get these halos inserted in their back. Inserted in her back. Like, yeah. It's almost like a cattle, um, uh, what are those things cattle called? Cattle prods. Not cattle prod. Oh, cattle. Oh, I, I know what you're thinking. They, they burn. Yeah, the burny thing. Yeah, the burny thing. Oh, my God. We the cattle so burny, burny thing. thing. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to come up with that word later. And yeah, we're we like, are. Oh, my God. We sound like idiots. Whatever. Whatever. It's fun. This is fine. So Cattle burny thingy. Everybody knows what we're talking about. It's like about. a cattle burny thingy. <laughs> insert uh, a halo. In. And, it, and the halo is really, really hot, apparently. Mm-hmm. And only, I think, worthy people can have it. Yes. Only worthy people who are chosen are allowed to carry this halo. So the show opens first with our main character, who is dead. Mm-hmm. And we are told that she was not a good person. And the nun is glad she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've never seen someone take so much joy in the death of a child. A exactly. quadriplegic child. Exactly. <laughs> that was messed up. Meanwhile, she gets ushered away because uh, the the monk on duty gets a text on his flip phone Yeah. that the warrior nuns are coming. Yeah. So she gets ushered away. The warrior nuns come in. We have Shannon, who's their leader. Yeah, and she's been hit by divinium, divinium. shards. Yeah, she's got shrapnel because in Because of that weird meat at the docks. Yes. She, <laughs> the deal, yeah. the bad deal that went down. That bad, bad drug deal. So uh, what are they doing? Well, I guess they're, we'll find they're out. They're not hunting demons. No, There's no. no way. Otherwise, they'd just be following red smoke everywhere. Exactly, because apparently whoever has the halo in their back can yeah. see the red smoke. Exactly. It's like the black smoke from Lost, except yeah. for it's red. Yeah, or the black and it has smoke like a little from Supernatural. Demon. It's like a little uh, red hot demon. De- yeah, a little on demon it. face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they come in. That's where we meet Shotgun Mary, mm-hmm. who I'm... I'm not calling her that. Okay, that's fine. Her name's Mary. She is clearly, I think, in a relationship with Shannon. It's, I think, will we say that? Yeah, they. Uh, but I don't think they've moved it past a level because... Do you think, because they're nuns, you think they're like... I think, Okay, yeah, so I like, they so. love each other, but it's not consummated. It's not physical. Physical. Then yeah. we have Beatrice, who... 
She just seems to be kind of like the uptight one, maybe. The edges? No, she's she's the super tender-hearted one. Oh, she's the, is she the one who sings the song? Yeah, she's that's a, on her? the minor piano. Oh yeah, in the yeah. minor key. In the minor piano. <laughs> the minor piano. The subtitles uh, were hilarious. Yeah, like Mary's the Mary's the, our fighter. Mm-hmm. She, she's the one who doesn't care about killing people, apparently. Yeah, because the priest is like, I need you to kill this chick who has the halo now. And she's like, okay. She's a, she's like our Wolverine of the X-Men <laughs> team. She's the one who will do the things the other people aren't willing to do. Yeah. Then we have Beatrice, who's the soft-hearted one. Yeah. And then we have Lilith, who I'm sure is going to be evil. She's evil. I mean, you don't name a character Lilith in this day and age <laughs> and not make her evil unless they're going to subvert our expectations. Right, which I doubt. Which I don't think they're going to do because, mm-hmm. okay, so Shannon's dying and Lilith is supposed to take the halo. Yeah. Because she's been trained for it. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit, she's not ready yet. Right. No, she's ready, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, so obviously, I think, Clearly, she's supposed to be, she's going to end up being evil, yeah. is what I would think. And there aren't any older battle nuns, so clearly they all die early. Yeah, I guess so, right? Yeah, yeah. there only Because they're be only like 19 or 20. Right. Oh, wait. No, there is like a whole group of them later. Yeah, but, but they're not older than 20. And they're not like our main, our core no. nuns. Again, not older than 20. <laughs> right. They all die early, like Buffy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. See, I was right. It's like, kind of like Buffy. Early graves. <laughs> they get attacked. Lilith gets covered in rubble which prevents her from taking the halo from the dying mm-hmm. shannon mm-hmm. so they have the halo they're running around someone tries to touch it and his fingers get cut off which is really cool yeah as like a last yeah res- those first few minutes were pretty good yeah and as i was like hey this is a fun b movie yeah i can watch this and as a last resort she shoves the halo into the dead body yeah. of this person ava mm-hmm. we find out but we- that halo doesn't cut her Remember, it cuts off that dude's fingers. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as he touches it, you would think it would, like, dissolve her body if she wasn't worthy. Right, well, I'm sure she's worthy. Well, that's why it pisses me off later on down the road when the priest is like, she's not worthy, she's not chosen. And I'm like, well, she has to She would be dead. She'd be dead. She'd be dead. It would have just fallen through her body. Yeah. And cut her to pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, so any kind of mystery with so that if somebody, is already... So if that halo is, is already lodged in there, well, then she's worthy. Yeah. So uh, that's not an issue. And we've already, like, taken a lot of drama out of the show. Because, yeah. like, clearly this was meant to be. Yeah. When what we find out later as the show progresses, too, is that once the halo is inside of a person's body, mm-hmm. it's hard to track that person. Yeah, because human flesh conceals Conceals it. it which Human flesh conceals all good. <laughs> right. <laughs> it feels a bit we dodgy. We only me. look evil. I go into all of that because that is interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. I think all that is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why she was 19 and still in an orphanage. I didn't either. I didn't understand why she's considered an orphan even though her dad's alive. Yeah. Well, no, he just abandoned her or something. He he's didn't... alive. So she's not allowed to be considered an orphan? Yeah, and he's totally a demon or a devil. You, well, then you would be right about her being a half. Yeah, I know she's half demon. Half demon, yeah. She's totally. I, I guess I like just the idea of... I like a good anti-hero story. Mm-hmm. You know, we know from the nun that she's um, she's kind of a rebel. But she's not. She's so sweet to her other bedmate yeah. in the orphanage. Well, well, she takes care of everybody. She's super nice to anybody she encounters, I thought including I'm... the assaulters. Yeah. She's super nice to them, too. Yeah, she's fine. Like, like, I don't understand why she's so evil. Like, And when they show her in a flashback being evil... Mm-hmm. Because, again, she's a quadriplegic, so there's not much you can do in terms of, like, physical harm right. she can do to anyone. So she's, like, laughs at people. 
which is like, <laughs> okay. Like, I don't see her being that bad. <laughs> like, I mean, like, not maybe, maybe sort of a little bit of a bully, but like. I didn't even get that in the flashback. I didn't get that at all. I thought she was crazy. I did too. I thought she was mentally unstable. Right. But then that led me to believe we find out her roommate Mm -hmm. in this orphanage is like a 10-year-old boy. And they're besties. And she's a 19-year-old woman. Yeah. And I'm going to say woman. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you room those two together? I don't know. Especially because the orphanage that they're in is huge. It is enormous. It's cavernous. It is enormous. I have never seen such a glorious orphanage before in my life. <laughs> it was pretty, it was clean, well run. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we never find out why she died, at least not in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, someone asks the direct question, how did she die? And then we get a cut, so yeah. we don't get to find out. Yeah, so then then the show just goes on from there. Yeah. And it just, and it just gets worse and worse as it progresses. Well, like, my problem really was, like, nothing really happens in the show. No. What we get now is incessant voiceover. Oh my god. It's not as funny nope. or as insightful nope. as it wants to be. Yeah. It, like there's times where it's clearly going for a joke, mm-hmm. but it just falls flat every time. So flat. And it would be just like, I don't need a character mm-hmm. Literally narrating everything they're doing as they're doing it. Yes. I am completely capable of mm-hmm. taking context clues. You can pepper it into dialogue. Yeah. The effect is it just slows the whole show down mm-hmm. because rather than showing us what's going on or showing us anything about her, it's literally just her walking around to Andalusia, mm-hmm. skipping sometimes. Yep. Slowly. Yep. To give the voiceover time to fill us in <laughs> on how she's feeling. And sometimes following this red smoke and then just... Giving up. Letting it go. Yeah, she'll sort of follow it and then, like, give up. And she's like, oh, look, a bar. Yeah, and then she'll start dancing. And that dancing scene, it's like, this is one of my problems with the show. It never... It was going for some big emotions at yeah. some point. but Because she's always been in a wheelchair, so now she can run and dance, and that's amazing. You know? Yeah, from a from a intellectual Mm -hmm. standpoint we get that yes we know this at this point she has told us at this point Mm -hmm. like probably three times because Mm -hmm. the show resets itself every five minutes and like tells you what's going on all over again yep and so a moment that like in a in maybe better hands would be a very joyful moment of her dancing for the first time and Mm -hmm. it's like really goofy and lame Mm -hmm. it just kind of falls flat and it just looks uncomfortable and embarrassing (laughs) like it's like like i want to feel that character's joy and i never quite get there yeah you know oh and they and i will just say this is tvma i don't know if we're gonna see boobs i don't think we are in this i hope not i don't think we are just of course i'm not gonna continue watching so i don't care what they do i don't care either (laughs) but it appears to me it's only tvma because she cusses like every other line this is true, yes. Like, it's a F word this, F word that, mm-hmm. S word this, S word that. I'm assuming to be like, this ain't no nun like you're used to, like, she cusses. I would and... love to have battle nuns who are, like, really religious. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Really into God. I think that would be more I... interesting Yeah. as a character trait mm-hmm. to me. Not to be like, I don't want to see... I don't want her holier than thou. No. There's a, there's a line you can do that yeah. just works. But even, like, Sister Act. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, it's not a warrior movie, mm-hmm. but it's, like, it's a comedy. Yeah. Relatively clean. Mm-hmm. The nuns, you never have a doubt of their piety. Right. Exactly. But they're still allowed to have fun and be yes. goofy and have jokes. Have mm-hmm. the jokes played on them. 
They yeah. can tell the jokes. I don't understand the point of having a show like Warrior Nun mm-hmm. if the character is just like us. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Then it just is just warrior person. Yeah. You know, it she's not a nun. She's not a nun. She's not a nun. I mean, I, I'm guessing she will be eventually. Right. But, but for even, now, she's a squatter with a demon. But even the <laughs> nuns that we do have that are nuns, Mary, Beatrice, and Lilith, mm-hmm. they just act like regular teenage girls. Yeah, it's weird. You know, so it's like, mm-hmm. or women, I should say, because they're all probably like 20. Yeah. So. They're all legal. <laughs> So gross. Yeah, that's the only reason so why I can imagine like gross. they would put a, a 19-year-old in an orphanage. Mm-hmm. Is like when she has sex later on, yeah. it's legal. With the demon boy. With the demon boy. Because uh, <laughs> we know he's a demon, right? I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty well sold that he is a demon. Yeah, he's totes a demon. He's charming. Mm-hmm. He's good looking. Uh, okay, we should explain who this guy is. Yeah, okay. So, demon boy. Demon boy. She wanders the city all night. Mm-hmm. This is one of those voiceover moments that was just terrible for me. Oh, I was completely Shh. abandoned at that point. I think that's when I paused it. <laughs> or I think I had you pause it, and I was like, there's 22 minutes left in this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie, this show is officially lost. I was like, well, point. she's going to be fighting a demon anytime soon. She doesn't. No. she. Instead... In fact, when she finally confronts it, she runs away. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> and she... goes to her demon boyfriend lover. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. But she ends up at this house. She breaks in, sort of, Mm -hmm. I guess, or however. They have a pool, and, like, she jumps up into the air to go swimming, and then the the show stops, freeze frames, and then she goes in voiceover, "Uh uh-oh. I don't know how to swim. Resume video, ends up in the water. She's like, help me, help me. And I'm like, this is so dumb. Yeah. I think in the (laughs) right hands Mm -hmm. this could work, but it's trying to be too much, I think. It's trying to be a serious kind of uh, fighty magoo. Right. <laughs> fighty magoo and, and cattle burny thingy. Cattle burny thingy. We're, we're nailing this today. I'm nailing sure glad this. we had that coffee today so our, our brains would be sharp for this. <laughs> I have so many brain farts. Oh my gosh. It's just full of holes. I kind of blame this show. I blame this show completely because it. I think it's dumbed me down at least 20 IQ points. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to like be like, ha ha, isn't this funny? Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, no, she's just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like why? You know you're a quadriplegic. I know you're having a good time, but at least walk in through the shallow end. Yeah, right. Like, you dumb dumb. What are you doing? <laughs> so, yeah. So, she is... Re- okay, that's what we were... The point of that scene mm-hmm. was... So, she is immediately rescued by this sexy boy. Demon boy. Demon boy. And we find out that he and his cohorts mm-hmm. are squatting in this mansion. Yeah. Because somehow they know... The schedules of, of the Saudi Arabian of mount- mansion owners. I'm not sure. Yeah, they only go there like yeah. twice a year, and they know their schedule. And they're like, "So we squat here. It doesn't hurt anyone." And then before we leave, we hire a professional cleaning crew. And I'm like, "Where'd you get the money for that?" Yes, yeah, seriously. Because you're supposed to be like homeless, basically. Yeah. And I guess all their clothes are pilfered from these houses. I guess because they look like fun boys. I know, and I'm like, <laughs> it's so lucky that they only break into houses that have like multiple clothes for different sizes and shapes. Yeah. <laughs> so, like at one point, she's given like a party outfit. Yeah, Just perfect fit. Perfect fit. Perfect Everybody's fit. fit's perfect. But yeah, like I didn't really understand that. But clearly, the mm-hmm. him especially. I don't know about his little friends. I have doubts. I think his friends are okay. Yeah, I think his friends are fine. But I think he. But he's definitely a demon. But I wonder if it's gonna be 
like one of those things like he's like the devil's son and he's like rebelling against his father. So he's sort of evil, but he's kind of good too. Like her because she's yes. half demon. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's half angel, I bet you. Oh. Uh-huh. I think that's going to be a twist. Uh, and that's why she's able to carry the um, right. the halo without being right. morally fit for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm calling it now. I'm not going to watch the show to find out if I'm God, right. no. Don't and care. And to be quite honest with you, don't tell me. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> uh, and that's like pretty much. That's it. That's pretty much the whole show. Um, really mean nuns. I really enjoyed the scene where... Her and the demon boy and his friends go to the prison for a rave. Okay. <laughs> and it's clear that all the music is put in after the fact. Yeah. So they can have a conversation. And it reminds me of the movie The Social Network. Mm-hmm. There is a scene in that movie where, uh, what's his name? Whoever plays Mark Zuckerberg mm-hmm. in that movie. I can't think of anything today. And Justin Timberlake plays the guy who started <laughs> Napster. So I know... The, the okay. actor's name in one sense and not the real character. They're having this conversation in a bar, and it's really loud music, and they're, like, yelling at each other, like, Napster's the way for the future, man! <laughs> but the funny thing is, none of that music was actually in the scene when they were recording it. Oh so my there's, God. like, there's, like, video of them filming this scene, and they have to pretend like they're talking over music. Oh, wow. And that's all I could think about in this scene was, like, they're just, like, screaming at each other, like, we're having a great time! <laughs> Even when they were talking, though? They, they turned off the music. Yeah. And you could literally hear the other dancers in the background, like, jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah. Like, you could hear them on the floor moving and, and breathing. It was like, and I was like, they've, they've literally turned off the music. Yeah, the DJ, like, yeah. turned it down just so they yeah. could have their own little private yeah. conversation. Oh, my God. It's so stupid. And so then, stu- this show was stupid. Stupid. And I have to say, I was not a fan of the music drops in this movie. Ugh, all of the Leaky Lee songs, you mean? Leaky Lee, Billie Eilish, very Lana Del Rey-ian. Oh, my God. And, like, she would, like, at one point, like, the Leaky Lee song is when she's dancing in that one bar. Yeah, and she's jumping up and down and doing all this kind of techno rave dance. And I'm like, to Leaky Lee? To this song? Like, Like, seriously? It's, like, clearly, like, they were like, all right, just dance around like crazy because this is, like, You've never been able to dance before, yeah. and now you're able to do it. And, like, the actress has a song in her head. She's dancing to yeah. that song. She's like Justin Timberlake's And, and then they were like, no, we got to use Leaky Lee like, because she has a new <laughs> so album coming out. you've got the Twilight out. song going, there's a possibility. Yeah. It's not but, yeah, qu- remember, she's grinding to it. Yeah. It, it's not quite it's a possibility, <laughs> but it's, like, it's very low energy. Right. It's not, like, a high-energy song like she's dancing to. Yeah. And maybe that's what kind of gives it more of that surreal feel like it doesn't quite work because yeah. the choreography of her dancing doesn't mm-hmm. match the music that's playing not in the slightest you want to hear some reviews i do my friend so first review from imdb as always i never specify that but i am always pulling these from imdb i think oh, i've okay. said it once in a while but i don't do it okay. every week so just to say mm-hmm. this is from toyo 925 mm-hmm. who calls it poor man's buffy Oh, okay, so I'm seeing a lot of similarities then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually, it looks like I deleted that one, so never mind. Okay, never so mind. we're going to go to Josie Gabriel, who calls it... I love the name Josie. That's a nice yeah, name. Yeah, it's actually. nice, right? It's not bad. Yeah. Actually, kind of like that. nice. Yeah. Yeah. She calls it garbage. <laughs> she says, I implore you, please do not watch. 
the entire series is a drag yeah. that leaves a little crumbs that leads you to mm-hmm. believe there's going to be something great around the corner, but you end up with disappointment. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Josie. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree with jo- Josie. After yeah. watching this, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There is too much talking. Oh, for sure. That voiceover, oh, that left me cold. I understand voiceover in like noir. Yeah. Where you're just giving like a, a sense mm-hmm. of what's happening, of what how they're feeling. But this was literally nonstop talking. Yes. Someone just kept talking and talking and mm-hmm. talking like we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> but not in podcast form. As you're trying to watch a show mm-hmm. when by virtue of the medium, you don't have to tell me what's. Yeah, exactly. Show me mm-hmm. this. And like I said, a lot of the show is just her walking around Spain yeah. just so her her it voiceover honestly, has time to fill us in. Honestly, that voiceover was extremely draining. I think that's why we're having such problems discussing this show. Is yeah. I just feel exhausted and nothing happened. Yeah, nothing it happened. It was just a tedious experiment in boredom. It's like reading a book aloud. It takes longer to read right. it aloud than it is to read it in your head. Yeah. And so the way they got to a 50-minute right. episode is by stretching it out, by basically having mm-hmm. the dialogue, or not the dialogue, just like all her internal feelings, yeah. everything is what's going on. I can't really discuss that. Like, no. I ha- there's nothing to, there's yeah. nothing there. There's no they there there. They could have cut out 15 minutes and made this a 35-minute episode, and I think it would have been faster and sharper and quicker. Yes. And it would have been so much better. You start off with the, the good bit yeah. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You have her on the run. Yep. She runs into... We don't need her voiceovers. We don't need her waking un- up being like, I thought I was dead. We, we don't need this. Yeah, we understand that... We understand that she was... I don't Even if we don't know that she's a quadriplegic yet, Yeah. we know that she was dead and now she's alive. Yeah, exactly. That's enough mm-hmm. to get me, okay, she's yeah. happy. Yeah. You know, because I would be too, probably. Exactly. Like, that's all I need. You can add in that she was quadriplegic mm-hmm. in episode two if you want. Mm-hmm. But you can cut all that out. Yep. And then just have her on the run. You could pretty much skip her visit to the orphanage mm-hmm. because all she does in that orphanage is reiterate how she's feeling, yes. which she's already told us in voiceover. Or skip the voiceover and have her go to the orphanage and then talk about that. Because it's literally the same dialogue. Yeah, it is the same exact dialogue. And she says like to this little boy, she's like, I think I have superpowers. Yeah. Well, you just showed us you had superpowers. Yeah, exactly. Like, So just tighten it up. Yeah. Just, Get rid of that voiceover get rid of the yeah get rid of the voiceover like blade runner get rid of the voiceover get rid of the voiceover and just let the show do through the yeah drama of the show mm-hmm. tell us this yeah because stuff. then i think if you're a 15 16 year old girl this show will be very appealing yes but but in t- but as it is it's just oh god blah 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 yeah exactly that's exactly how i feel about it mm-hmm we call it a cattle Bernie thingy <laughs> because of this show. <laughs> yeah, this show destroyed a part of our brain that contains brain. vocabulary. <laughs> Basic vocabulary. <laughs> okay, so oh, let's go back to Josie. Yes. So she continues. Imagine 10 episodes in the action finally starts at episode nine. Oh my gosh, so she doesn't even fight a demon until episode nine? I think it just goes around like a little hints probably. Oh, demons. oh my God. But the fighting doesn't actually... Oh, oh, and, and again, the show is called Warrior Nun. Yeah, I'm expecting a lot of fighting. First of all, let's, let's correct this title. Warrior, there's not a lot of fighting, so no. let's get that right out of the window. You're, She's not you're, a nun. You're promising me... Yeah, you're promising me something that's not a, that doesn't exist. She is not a nun. Mm-hmm. Now, warrior nuns exist. Yes. 
but that's not really what the show is about either. If they're not, why fighting. don't we just call it Halo Bearer because she just carries oh, just around Halo. a Halo. Oh, I guess no, it's a we video, can't call it yeah, Halo. Sorry, this yeah. is a video game. Yeah. But like, yeah, or so, there could be some other word for yeah, this. Yeah, because Warrior Nun does not describe her at all. It promises something the show does not deliver upon. Yeah. Josie continues. If you must, I suggest watching episodes one, nine, and ten. Oh, so good she's God. basically saying two through eight. You don't even need that. Wow. Talking about editing. Yeah. This could, so by that token, so it would have been a really been great movie. A good movie. Yeah. Or uh, like a three episode mini miniseries. Yep. Might have been really good. Love miniseries. But I suggest you skip this heaping pile of garbage altogether. Mm. If you watch the final episode, episode 10, make sure you secure or remove any objects <laughs> that can be thrown, flipped, or shattered, because the ending will piss you off. Wow. Oh, I did find the other review um, that I, from Toyo925. Oh, okay. It was a short one. It just said, a teenage girl battling and slaying demons, a poor man's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, with an uncharismatic, unlikable, and very horny protagonist. Oh, uh, gross. I would agree that she is uncharismatic. I don't... Yeah. I, she has moments where you're kind of like, oh, that's kind of cute. Like, mm-hmm. when they're at the prison rave, mm-hmm. the way she's dancing is, like, kind of goofy. I kind of right. like that. I'm like, oh, that was endearing to me. But again, even in her voiceovers, like, she doesn't have the voice to deliver the lines, mm-hmm. I think, the way they needed to be delivered in order like to said, pull it Like I said, cut that voiceover. But just th- cut it. But in other... Yeah, but other words, just cut out the voiceover. Cut out all the voiceovers. They're useless. Yeah. You could have made that scene with her not being able to swim. Mm-hmm. You could have introduced her to the boy first mm-hmm. and him be like, come on, let's go swimming like in this house that I yeah. were squatting in. And then she does it and then she's like, I just remembered I can't swim. Yeah. And then like, it's like, oh, that's yeah. a little funnier mm-hmm. than like, I could hardly wait to swim. I just remembered. I can't swim. <laughs> I don't know. The way you delivered that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I have the charisma to pull it off. I should be the warrior nun. You have charisma plus 12. And I want to say, much like last week, but worse, mm-hmm. I will say, where a lot of the negative reviews mm-hmm. were attacking it for being woke feminist garbage. Please. So, and I didn't have, I mean, well, I never would have a problem with that anyway, but I mean, like, I liked it. I liked, I liked, well, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. And it's not because it was woke or feminist. Well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't feel like, I understand. Honestly, I, I didn't hit- see it as feminist, to be quite honest. I didn't mm. see it having a message at all. I just right. saw it as being lame. Yeah. I, I, I would have, like, I keep going back to what you said. Mm-hmm. I would have liked them to actually be really religious. Yeah, I wanted it to be really religious. I really wanted obscure uh, Catholic, and, yes, yeah, uh, rites and rituals because they have Catholicism is deeply entrenched into some In insane tra- supernatural happenings and like weird traditions. Yeah. And, like, you know, and, like, of course, modern-day Catholics aren't like that at all. But there's... But it's in the blood of but yeah. Catholicism. Like, they actually exactly. have, like, if you need to perform an exorcism, this is how you do it. Exactly. There, a priest right now has that available to him. Exactly. And he could get it for you in a minute. Of course, most think that's ridiculous and they don't do that. You know, that's not what modern-day Catholics are about. But, it's but fun. the old-school Catholicism, yeah. you know, early on... It was insane. And it's fun to bring that in yeah. and, and like to be like, this is kind of steeped like, in sort of reality. Exactly. Really lean into it. Yeah. Immerse yourself. Yeah. And you like, know? even if you wanted to make the, 
You can still have your lesbians. That's great. Oh, I don't have a problem with that. You know, you can still have your transgender. That's great. That's fine. Because it's going to show that, you know, God doesn't care your sexual orientation. God will love you no matter what. Well, and that's what makes me mad. Which is what I really am into. But I I would also like to see those really old rituals. Yeah. Like, this really disturbing rituals that they had. Yeah. Well, and that's what makes me kind of mad about all these reviews. I called it woke feminist garbage, too. Is I'm like, what are you complaining about? Right. One character is transgendered. Mm-hmm. It's not made a big deal about. No. It's as it should be. As it should it, be. There we are. There it's it is. It's not commented upon. No. It just is. Yeah. And that's fine. That's mm-hmm. not forcing anything down your throat. Like, nope. it's just like. This is the character. And, and if you have a problem with it, the problem is with you. If you have a problem with nuns being warriors, then maybe you shouldn't be watching a show called Warrior Nuns. Yeah. Like, if you have a problem with women being warriors, I'm maybe all, not watch a show about warriors being women. I'm all for <laughs> a show about teenage girls having halos burned into their backs so they could fight smoke demons. Yeah. But <laughs> transgenders and uh, lesbians, that's a bridge too far. I can't go there. Yeah, That right. is unbelievable. Stop that. I'm like, shut up. Just yeah, shut that doesn't up. make any kind of sense. And as I said last week, it's like, if that's really a problem with yeah. you, and again, if that's a problem with you, the problem is with you. Exactly. But... If it's really like a thing that you can't deal with, then don't watch the show. Mm-hmm. Or as the show said at the beginning, which I do like, it was the monk he said at the yeah. beginning, he said, God knows all and sees all and will be thy judge. Yeah. And I, you know, like if you have a problem with it, let God take care of it. Damn right. You don't need to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You just, yeah, as long as it's not hurting anyone else. Exactly. Stay out of it. Exactly. Anyway. That's that's my opinion. How is someone's sexual preference your damn business? Yeah, exactly. Back off. <laughs> Back, Back off. off. Back off. This is Go none of your business. What they're doing with their genitalia <laughs> none of, none is of none of your business. <laughs> Just like warrior is none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my soapbox yeah, for the day. Exactly. Like God sort if you're so religious, let like God sort it out. Yeah, that's exactly. His, that's his job. <laughs> He's got it. <laughs> got this. He's good. So anyway, mind blowing. Okay. From Sabini. Oh, someone who actually likes it. Someone who is more into the people. Right, like right. It. You I gotta asked, have the positive reviews. <laughs> you gotta. Have. You know, there's something for everything. Yeah. You know. I absolutely love this show, okay. and I am anxious for season two. Okay. I am now watching it again because I just love it so much. I feel like someone who wrote this show or acted in this show wrote this review. (laughs) This doesn't feel sincere to me. I have to watch it again because it is just so amazing. And and it it was released. This was written on July 4th in the show. Oh, I don't think that's right. I thought that this show came out like just weeks ago. But anyway, maybe that's the next show. That's the next show we're doing. Uh, I can't wait for season two. I truly hope Netflix won't mess it up as it did with Marianne and Chambers. Who? I guess those are other TV shows. Okay. This is why we have the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix is famous, I would say infamous for what she's about to say, for discontinuing amazing shows, and I really hope this one will not you fall victim to their bullshit. I agree with that. Because they got rid of Santa Clarita Diet, and I loved that show. Well, and I've told you before, but if people don't know out there, here's what Netflix tends to do. Mm -hmm. Is they sign up a show for a three-season contract. Right. 
once those three seasons are done, mm-hmm. they tend to cancel the show. So even though there's like a maybe a cliffhanger on season three, right. so if you get if you're a showrunner and you get a show signed with Netflix, just plan on your show ending after season three because what will happen is. No matter how popular the show is, they don't want to renegotiate everyone's contract. Right. So they'll just rather cancel the show altogether. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit of a disappointment thing with Netflix. Yeah. Like they, they're just we're not going to go back to the table with you for more money. Mm-hmm. So we're season three, you're done. If we signed you for three, you're done. In three. Yeah. Oh, but I will say we have been watching some interesting shows lately, well, like okay. that we haven't discussed on the podcast. Okay. Well, should we keep those to the end, or should we talk to them about them now? All right. We should talk to them. After these reviews, we'll get we'll, we'll give some we'll get some good we'll get some yeah. recommendations. Yes, yes, this. yes. Mm-hmm. I swear I will discontinue being a subscriber if they dump this one. Which is nobody so, cares. Which is so funny when the the last week the other people were like, "This communist, yeah. we're gonna leave," and then this person's like, "I love this show. That's so inclusive. I'm gonna leave if you can't." Yeah. Like Netflix can't win. Nobody cares. <laughs> and Netflix does not care because nope. they know that you're probably not gonna do it. Yeah. And even if you do, it's such a minor number; it doesn't even matter exactly. to them. Exactly. Uh, I am so tired of falling in love with an amazing show and Netflix messing it up. It makes I would like to know her other shows that she thinks are amazing. Marianne and Chambers. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what maybe, that one is. Maybe like next month we should just find a reviewer and just follow their <laughs> their Netflix reviews and be like, we're doing all just... of their excellent shows. <laughs> like and we won't say it. We'll just be like, this is Sally from Utah's month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we're just doing all of her shows. And, and Sally from Utah has no idea this is no happening. Idea. And no she's idea. like getting uh, podcasted around the world. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you lose interest in Netflix altogether. Does it? This one is another hitter. And I pray they're smart with. And she's just. Was she apparently murdered. She's apparently murdered in <laughs> oh my mid God. review. That's a horrible thing to say. <laughs> it. 32059 <laughs> says it is Harry Potter meets Joan of Arc, but on steroids. Oh, God. <laughs> a young woman wakes up from the dead with a powerful religious relic inside her. Ninja warrior nuns? No. No. Good, Doctor Who did it better. Good versus evil? I guess. No, I think it's all going to be gray. I think so, too. Yeah. Like I said, I think he's going to end up being mm-hmm. half, like the yeah. half-son of Lucifer. Yeah. And she's going to be like the half-daughter of like Michael. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, big-time archangel. Yeah. And, yeah. That's our, and that's our like weird love yeah. conf- conflict that's going to mm-hmm. go into season two. Badass Bruce Lee moves. I haven't seen any good fighting. I haven't seen any fighting. Like, even the beginning of the... That nun got brutally beat with, like, a candlestick or something. (laughs) Even the beginning of the movie where it starts with a battle... Yeah. It doesn't start with a battle. It starts with after the battle. Yeah. And then Lilith has, like, ten tons of bricks fall on her. Yeah. That's it. That's it, man. And then there's, like, some sparring. And then when these, uh, when uh, the priest does the voiceover at the end, uh-huh. he's talking about the demons. We see this monk's blood get splattered on the window, but we don't yeah, actually we see, see what's slaughtering him. Yeah, we're told that. Or the action. Yeah, we never see the action. We just see the splatter. Yeah. That's it. This is, should be called inaction nun. Inaction nun, <laughs> yes. Uh, St. Joan of Arc would watch this drinking pumpkin juice with vodka. What? Addicting series. Pumpkin juice with vodka. That sounds disgusting. I want to just say, it is 2020. Okay. J.K. Rowling has proved herself to be a Mm. bit dicey. Mm. A little problematic in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But regardless, 
we're all adults now. Yeah. Let's leave Harry Potter behind. Can we do that as a no, society? No, we can't because recently in this podcast, we put ourselves in houses. Did we really? Yeah. Or, I'm Slytherin. Well, yeah. You're Ravenclaw. I know. It's so in, it's so embedded in everybody it's, it's at this point. It's part of us. It's seeped into our skin. But it's just like, can we just stop? No. No. <laughs> no, we cannot. Oh, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I re- just built a 3D puzzle of Hogwarts, honey. Yeah, and it was good. It's, you did a very good I job. I did an amazing job. That thing was so hard. <laughs> yes, it was. Those 3D puzzles are hard. <laughs> I just love, like, the week and a half or whatever you do it, just you cussing over there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> cussing your way through it while the rest of us are like, Mommy's doing a puzzle again. <laughs> and then I complete it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a badass. <laughs> yeah. But to continue with what we started last week, say something nice about Warrior Nun. Be anything. It could be anything you want. I like the Halo idea. I think that was really cool. I like that, too, actually. That was yeah. that was really cool. Yeah. Again, kind of echoing what I said last week, and maybe I'll say this for every good thing. Mm-hmm. I think there's something there. Right. I think... No, no, you're being vague. Like, the lighting was good. No. You want me more specific? Yeah. I brought up the halo. The halo. You can't take that one. <laughs> we got to beat each other to our positives. <laughs> Next week, I'm going to be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> We're going like, to tackle each other. <laughs> the halo was cool. All right, you figure something out. Um, I think there were moments mm-hmm. I oh I did enjoy the chemistry I, I did I wrote this down I liked the chemistry between Shannon and Mary okay yeah I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that dynamic even though it wasn't explicit right there was definitely something there mm-hmm. I think it's romantic yes. feelings mm-hmm. even though it's not explicit mm-hmm. I sense it yeah and I encourage it. like I yeah. like these people care about each other deeply yes and there's a moment where she's having a Mary's having a flashback of when Shannon was alive and Shannon kind of like puts the kibosh mm-hmm. sort of on the relationship. Yeah. Like this cannot go further where she yeah. says, I love you, Mary. And I love all the women. here. But I love all of them here. Everyone yeah. here. And it's very much this moment of like, yeah, we're acknowledging our feelings for one another. But we're mm-hmm. also saying this can't go any further. Yeah. And in a way that does hint to that nunnery mm-hmm. lifestyle. It's not necessarily anti... It's not anti-gay. No. It's anti-relationships it's in anti-physical general. It's anti-physical sex. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah we're, we're, because, you know, you're supposed to be married to God, so you're not going to be having sex with other people. Yeah. We're, we're, it's a celibate order. Yeah. So no matter how much we care about each mm-hmm. other, this can't go any further. Exactly. And I did really enjoy that. I thought mm-hmm. that was maybe the strongest acting in the whole show. Right. I agree. And um, and I liked her goofy dancing at the at the prison. I thought that was. I thought <laughs> she did made a good choice. I don't know. Maybe she can't really dance. But I, I like the fact that like she has been quadriplegic for a mm-hmm. while, and she's just kind of enjoying her right. body moving. Right. But it's, there's no. She's not conscious. She's this very self unself conscious. Self unconscious. <laughs> We're just making up words all kinds of ways today. <laughs> it's a cattle Bernie thing. <laughs> that I really enjoyed. Right. I think the actress really sold that moment. Mm-hmm. But, and I think she has the potential to do better in right. the show. Like, I don't want to criticize her as an actress. I, I guess she just has to figure I, out the character. I think she needs yeah. to figure out the character, and I think the direction mm-hmm. needs to be better. Agreed. You know, and cut the voiceover. 
Okay, so so we did we did hint that we have some good shows that we've watched. Yeah. Shows that we wouldn't necessarily do on here. Yeah, yeah. So what are our recommendations? Um, well, I really liked Love on the Spectrum. Love on the Spectrum was surprisingly I good. cried so many times through that. Yes. It was... I was under the impression it was like going to be like a game show, like The Bachelor. Thank God it wasn't. About people who are on the autism spectrum. Yeah. And I was like, this can't be good. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is going to, this is, I don't want to see it if it's exploitive. Mm-hmm. But um, we watched it and it was amazingly good. Yeah, it, it really You was. really feel, you really feel for you're, these people. You're rooting for these people to succeed. Because. You really are. The. When you're on the spectrum, you have trouble relating to people. Yeah. Uh, on an emotional level, and it's even more difficult mm-hmm. when you have two people on the spectrum. Right. So it's not just like someone's on the spectrum, someone's not, and mm-hmm. they, you know, you have two people who have trouble, you know, communicating sometimes, mm-hmm. trying to find love, and everyone deserves love. Exactly. So I highly recommend that show. I think yeah. it's really but good. But be prepared to cry. Yeah. Yeah. And the other show that we watched all of, we yeah. binged, I think in like almost like two days. We did. We binged it. And we binged it hard. We it, watched it in one day. It's Indian. I was trying to make it sound like we were like. Yeah, cooler. no, no. We actually <laughs> dropped everything to binge We did. This. We did. We had stuff to do. And we're like, I guess we're doing this today. Yeah, we're, we're just doing pizza. this. Yeah, we're just doing this today. Uh, is Indian Matchmaker. Yeah. That is some top quality wow. show. It changed my entire opinion on arranged marriages. Oh, me too. I'm for them. I think, oh, I, 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 uh, I won't say any port in the story, I but mean, that's no more of a one, sexual thing. No one should be forced into marriage. Like, yes. I felt like one of the, the people was forced into it. Yes. And I was not okay with that. Yes. But, like, others, it looked like they had, they couldn't find anybody on their own. Yeah. And they really wanted to meet somebody special and get married. And why not and have so that additional outlet exactly. in order to do it? Like, and it cuts a lot of the BS, I feel like. Yeah. Because you're... Because, having... like, this is exactly what I'm looking for in a relationship and in a person. Yeah, and you can be as strict as you want. Yeah. Like, some people are like, she can't be shorter than 5'3". That was insane. Which is crazy, but, I mean, you can say that. Yeah. And, like, uh, I forget her name now, the the matchmaker. Uh, oh, right. Uh, what was her name? Oh, I don't wanna, remember. I want to say it started with an S. But, you know, she would sometimes be like, they need to be a little bit open-minded. Or sometimes she mm-hmm. would having these interviews with these people would realize what's best for them. Exactly. Maybe they don't realize it mm-hmm. and she would set them up. And I, I just think that's a great way. I honestly would love it if something like that became more of a norm. <laughs> but not in necessarily like in lieu of... It's a smarter tender is what it is. Yeah, it's like... It's, yeah. Because it's somebody who's reading you. It's not a computer algorithm who's just branding off facts and yeah, being like, like, you both like skiing. Perfect. Yeah, you both are like, your favorite color is green. Great. Yeah. You, you know, you guys match. Yeah, exactly. Now she actually gets to know them and yeah. can make more of an informed human decision of what would work and what would not work. And you're not obligated to marry these people. No! And that was the great thing, too, about it, because I I was like, oh, I don't like the fact that they're just going to have to marry these people. It's like, no, that's not it, because if you still don't get along, you don't get along. You move on. Oh, lots of people on the show. Move on to the next one. Lots of people on the show, it doesn't work out, and they just get someone else. And I think it also works for introverted people. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to meet someone, but I don't know how to... Mm -hmm. How do I meet someone? Exactly. And, like, I've always... Me personally, I've always had a problem with uh, people meeting each other at bars. Right. You should always meet some people around the interests that you're. Well, into. I guess if you're both alcoholics, there you go. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I, for the most part, I feel, and I know I'm painting with a broad mm-hmm. brush here. If you're going to a bar, 
you're probably going to hook up. Yeah, so you're not looking, going for a relationship. You're so going for sex. If, so if you're going for a relationship, you yeah. have to know that you're going into a situation where most people are just looking to hook up. Exactly. So, but like if you're into skiing, water mm-hmm. skiing, mm-hmm. join a water skiing club or whatever right, they have right. and like, or go water skiing and you'll meet other people who like to water ski. If exactly. that's important to you. And I we think were in a library. We were, we're nerds. <laughs> we're nerds. We're nerds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, Indian matchmaker. I, yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, it it's it's really mind opening. Yeah. Yeah. It, very informative. Very informative. Because I went in with preconceptions. Yeah. Most it, definitely. I walked into that being like, I'm not going to support this. Yeah. I don't like the fact. And like mm-hmm. they do talk about old arranged marriages where the yeah. people. Like the the matchmaker herself, she was married to a man after only knowing him for 20 minutes. Yes, exactly. So there was that old school style, but this is a a new form that's, you know, more progressive and you're not forced into anything. Yeah. Like I'm not saying, like I said, I don't think it should replace Mm -hmm. or or like be like the go-to for everybody. Right. But I think it would be nice if it was an option for people. I I really think it's good. It's a good way for people to meet, you know, in a safe safe environment. It is a very safe environment. Because these people have been vetted. And most of the time they have to include the family. Yes. It's super safe. Yes, exactly. And again, you're you're meeting people who are on the same wavelength. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to get married and have kids, Mm -hmm. she's not going to match you up with someone who that's not important to them. Yeah, exactly. So, but they wouldn't be with her if they didn't want to get married. Yeah, exactly. So that's pretty cool. Like they had the same goals in mind. Right. I guess this is all a long way of saying, don't watch Warrior Nun. (laughs) Watch Love on the Spectrum. Watch Indian Matchmaker. Yeah. Both highly recommended. Yes. So, um, and I don't even like reality TV. I don't either. I don't like it at all. I don't know. Oh, unless it's Zumbo. Oh my God. He's, he's, he's a, a genius. genius. <laughs> <laughs> he's so dynamic. So dynamic. Watch Zumbo's <laughs> Just no, Desserts. No, no, don't. Please don't. That's not a recommendation. It's terrible. Oh, we're, oh my God. We're being such bullies. We're being uh, such bullies. We're going to escape. Piloting <laughs> with Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or at our email address, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Next week, we are watching Cursed, which literally came out, I think, July 7th or 4th. It came out like just last oh, month. Oh, wow. That's new, huh? It's brand spanking new. Another coronavirus as it's the coronavirus popular movie. The popular movie was coronavirus. Nice. Maybe I'll just tell people what like what movie I watched that day. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's your number one movie. I haven't watched a movie in ages, so you I don't. Crawl two weeks ago. Oh, that's right, Crawl. Twice. That, twice. That's right. I watched Crawl twice, guys. That's my number one that's movie number of one. the month of July. <laughs> Crawl. Twice. 2020. I watched Academy it twice. Award. Crawl. Barry Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Alligators. Alligators. Come on. You can't get better than that. No. I had to watch it a second time with my son Jake. Yeah. 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 You scared the bejesus out of him. Hell yeah. That's how it should be. <laughs> you got to thicken that, like, yeah. uh, that fear, yeah. fear callus. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we will see you next week for... What did I say it was called? Cursed or something like that? Right, right. Something like that. And we love you. Love you. Bye.